Coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, we talk about the possibility of Josh Gordon joining the Buccaneers. But first, some bad news about the Buccaneers regarding COVID-19. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. I am James Yarko, joined as always by David Harrison. You can find everything that we're doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story is the unfortunate news that some of the Buccaneers players, as well as a staff member, have tested positive for COVID 19. We've been hearing reports that the Tampa area has skyrocketed to the number two city in terms of positive COVID 19 cases within the state of Florida, and we had also heard last week that Tampa Bay Lightning players had tested positive for COVID-19, so it seemed like maybe just a matter of time before it spilled over to the Buccaneers, and in fact, it did. It was one employee and a couple of players that tested positive. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers released this statement, quote, We can confirm that there have been individuals who have tested positive for COVID-19 at the Advent Health Training Center. We immediately activated our COVID-19 response plan and vacated the affected areas, which will remain closed until extensive sanitation is completed. The individuals who may have been exposed have already been notified and are following the established protocols, which include a 14-day quarantine period. The statement continues, quote, Our team headquarters remain open for our phase one employees and all essential operations are continuing in preparation for the 2020 season. The names of those impacted as well as any additional information related to these incidents will not be released due to privacy concerns, end quote. Yeah, and of course, that's, you know, that's incredibly bad news and that's not what anybody wants to hear on on multiple levels. And of course, first and foremost, it's got to be you know, concern over the health and the safety and the well-being of those people uh, who are working that building, you know, the players, the personnel that are affected, and then, of course, the health and the safety of everybody who's going to come behind them. Um, So that's got to be the first, you know, the foremost uh, concern in everybody's mind. But then at the same time, you know, as a franchise, you know, you're you're trying to to build towards something. And, you know, the NFL, uh, we like to say, you know, there's no offseason in the NFL, and that's very true. You know, all year round, we've got stuff to talk about. And even you look at right now, we're supposed to have spring practices and some OTAs and all that stuff going on, and they're not. But we're still, you know, we're, we're in no lack of content. Um, so there's still plenty of things to talk about. You know, granted, some people might think they're a little, you know, uh, trivial, you know, uniforms and, and all that stuff. But it's news and it's stuff that's going on with your team. And uh, again, it's, it's just more evidence of why the NFL has become as popular as it has. And it's a, it's a year-round business. At the end of the day, I think that's, you know, that's going to be the hard part about this. You know, with the owners and the league and the players and everybody, I mean, uh, you know, Adam Schefter tweeted, we had, you know, uh, Dan Luss was on and, and talked to us about, you know, some of the losses that the team or that these teams might face and the, the drip or the drop in the salary cap that they, the league might face because of it. Like, this is a very serious business, but at the end of the day as well, you've got to weigh the, the risk and going forward with business and you've got to weigh 
whether or not that's worth it because, you know, guys like Bruce Arians obviously are kind of in that target area of, of the biggest concerns. And then I look at James, a guy like Mike Evans. Like, if you tell Mike Evans kind of what's going on with the NBA, like, hey, NFL players, 17 weeks, you're going to be isolated. You're not going to see your families. You're not going to see your fans. You're going to be isolated. It's just going to be you, your teammates, and you're going to be playing football, and that's going to be it. Um, you have to sign this waiver, you know, absolving your team in the NFL of any liability if you get sick. I don't see Mike Evans signing, and I, I wouldn't necessarily blame him. I know some fans will get mad about it, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I wouldn't necessarily blame him either. It's just it's a very sticky subject. Uh, I don't know how it's going to get resolved, but I will tell you that, you know, a lot of things have kind of shaken my confidence in whether or not we're going to have a season. Coming up in just a minute, David and I are going to start discussing the uh, possibility of Josh Gordon joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But first, a message from the Locked On Podcast Network. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com forward slash Black Lives Matter. You know we got to talk to you guys about Built Bars. David has them every day. I have, a, have them every day. They're absolutely insanely delicious, way more delicious than they really should be. Built Bars are a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They come in all kinds of amazing flavors. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And by now, you all know my favorite is the peanut butter brownie, 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, three grams of sugar, three grams of net carbs. How they make this thing so delicious with only three grams of sugar, I will never understand. But don't just take our word for it. Try it out yourself and do it by going to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you're going to get $10 off of your first order. Again, promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. Starting off the week here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, James Darko and David Harrison with you, of course, as always. We have been talking about, unfortunately, uh, COVID-19 striking uh, there at the Advent Health Training Center with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a couple personnel, uh, unfortunately, coming down with that. And we'll see. We'll all continue to watch how that impacts the year going forward. Uh, but something else that was in the news, James, this last week, uh, not directly Buccaneers related, but I mean, there are ties to the to current Buccaneers quarterback, Tom Brady. And that is, of course, the potential reinstatement of wide receiver Josh Gordon. Um, I wrote on BucksNation.com, I wrote a little post of it. Tom Pelissero from NFL Network is the one who kind of broke it. At least he's the first one I saw broke it. I'm a little surprised, to be honest with you, because usually our Bucks Nation readers are pretty savvy and they're pretty quick to point out some of our mistakes. I actually wrote that on Thursday, uh, Josh Gordon applied for reinstatement. In fact, he actually applied on Wednesday, but the news came out on Thursday, which is why I wrote Thursday. But anyway, the 29-year-old wide receiver uh, – Everybody kind of knows his history, right? He's had some problems with substance abuse, not just marijuana, but the majority of it, from my understanding, has been marijuana. He's been struggling with some mental health issues since he joined the NFL uh, as part of the Cleveland Browns. Kind of back and forth, on and off suspension. Finally kind of landed with the New England Patriots. Played a total of 17 regular season games with the Patriots and amassed 60 catches, over 1,000 yards, and four touchdown passes or catches in those 17 games. So pretty solid numbers for a guy who really hasn't had a consistent NFL career in quite some time. 
Uh, unfortunately, due to injury and then coming off the IR because he passed his physical, he was released by the New England Patriots, subsequently picked up by the Seattle Seahawks. Really didn't get his feet under him there in Seattle before he was again suspended indefinitely for failing yet another drug test. Uh, news reports have come out since then saying that basically what happened is when his brother passed away, uh, he kind of you know, was, was in his emotions, which I think everybody can understand, and he had a relapse, you know. Uh, it, it is a struggle for him. You know, some people are a little bit more sympathetic than others, and that's fine. Everybody's got their view on things. But uh, he had been, you know, he had been able to stay clean for basically what you consider kind of an entire season all put together um, with there with the New England Patriots. Unfortunately, had that incident. But now with the new CBA, uh, marijuana specifically is something that is no longer a suspendable offense. Um, you know, there, there's some other provisions in there. And the, the idea, the thought process is that a guy like Josh Gordon is probably – possibly potentially going to be able to put himself on a track where he can stay in the NFL, stay on an active roster, not face any further suspensions because of these new rules, because of these new relaxed rules. So there's really kind of an overall expectation that he will be reinstated. He's an unrestricted free agent, which means he can literally sign anywhere he wants. And James, this is why I got interested and, and wanted to write it up for Bucks Nation because Josh Gordon uh, in December, shortly before he actually got suspended, was quoted by Mike Reese of ESPN as saying, quote, it's good to be able to be in such close proximity to learn from him, talking about Tom Brady. I look up to the guy. He's done everything right, so I just enjoy the time being around him, end quote. Again, going back to that 1,000 yards in 17 regular season games, four touchdowns, Josh Gordon wants to be around Tom Brady. We already know that Tom is no stranger to kind of championing for wide receivers he wants to play with, uh, Antonio Brown being one of them. B.A. Has, has a history of trying to help young guys who have some of these problems. You know, I have never seen any accounts of Josh Gordon as a problem in the locker room. I've never seen that he's a problem in the meeting rooms or on the practice field. So, James, to me, it's a very interesting prospect, the idea of Josh Gordon potentially joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I know they've got some receivers that we both like, that some Buccaneers fans like, but I don't know. Can we really say that this Bucs wide receiver group is so stacked that they shouldn't even consider Josh Gordon? The wide receiver core, no. But the offensive weapons – that they have, I personally, and I understand everything you're saying. I understand, you know, what, what Josh Gordon was saying about working with Tom Brady. But look, this team has two Pro Bowl, All-Pro caliber receivers. They just drafted another receiver. They still have Justin Watson. They still have Scotty Miller. Then they have three pass-catching tight ends that are going to need to be utilized. They got Ronald Jones. They just drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. They still have Dare Agumawale. Where is he going to fit? That's, that's my big thing. The Bucks have such limited cap space as it is. Wouldn't that money be better spent on another position that needs some help as far as depth is concerned? Spend that money along the defensive line. Spend that money – at middle linebacker, spend that money at safety because we don't know what's going on with Justin Evans. I I like the idea of Josh Gordon, but I think when you take a look at the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers roster, it doesn't make sense to bring in yet another weapon because then who are you getting rid of? Who's who's the odd man out if Josh Gordon comes in? And not only that. How much playing time is he actually going to get? Is it going to be one of those situations where it's it's third and eight or more, and that's when Josh Gordon gets to see the field? Is it you know fourth quarter down by four points, and there's 
20 seconds left and you're on the 50 yard line. Now Josh Gordon comes in. Like, I just don't see how it would work. It's going to be tough enough to spread the ball around, around, you know, between Evans, Godwin, Johnson, Gronk, OJ, Brait, Rojo, Keyshawn. Adding one more set of hands that wants the ball in it, I think it may just be too much of a good thing. But, you know, so here's the thing about that, right? And, and I understand that theory all, all too well. Um, so, James, I know you read the article, but it's been a little bit. Can you remember off the top of your head when the last time Josh Gordon counted for more than a million dollars of his team salary cap? Oh, uh, it had to be in Cleveland, right? It was in Cleveland. It was 2013. That is the last time Josh Gordon has counted for more than $1 million of his team salary cap. And listen, we're not the only ones that are talking about, you know, the, the prospect of Josh Gordon being able to stay on a team, stay on a field because of these, these eased up uh, marijuana testing rules. So, I mean, it is possible that there's going to be plenty of, you know, multiple teams out there talking to his agents, talking to his people. And it is possible that a little bit of a bidding war comes up. Maybe he does go out there and sign a $2.5 million contract. If that's possible, then you know what? Maybe the Bucks don't move on or don't don't bring him in. But what I'm talking about is the the six the six hundred thousand dollar Josh Gordon. Like that's that's the thing that's been out there. Um not saying, you know, there's really no strong beat on what he might get because he hasn't even been reinstated yet. But if the buck if the price is right, right, and th- and this is kind of where I'm going with this, right now the motto for this team is all in, right? If you sat at a poker table, uh, then you know what the term all in means. And when you go all in, you look down at your chips, you look down at the assets you're working with. You don't go all in by pushing them all in, but then leaving one out here because maybe it's too much. No, you go all in and you put that sucker in there. Uh, listen, if Scotty Miller is going to make an NFL roster, he's going to make an NFL roster. If Justin Watson is going to do it, he's going to do it. Tyler Johnson, I don't think, is going anywhere. Uh, obviously, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans aren't going anywhere. Um, adding more talent to the wide receiver pool is not going to be a problem as long as the wide receiver that you're adding is not a problem. And if you're looking at a guy like Josh Gordon, you're talking about mental health, you're talking about substance abuse, you're talking about addiction problems. The biggest thing that these guys get taught is how important their environment is and how important the people around them are. I don't think Josh Gordon is going to come into this situation saying, where can I get the most snaps? I think Josh Gordon's going to come into this thing saying, what is the best situation for me? Right. And when you look around the league, again, we kind of did this with Tom Brady. We already know. That's why I looked. That's why I went and found that quote about Tom Brady. We already know how much respect he's got for him. You got a guy like Mike Evans. You got a guy like Chris Chris Godwin. Don't care about their numbers. I guarantee you, Mike Evans. You have an option between not getting another thousand yard receiving season, but you win a Super Bowl, or you get your thousand yard receiving season, but you miss the playoffs. Which one are you going to pick? He's taking the ring eleven times out of ten because he's unselfish. Chris Godwin, unselfish. Tyler Johnson. You're a rookie. You ain't got a choice but to be unselfish. Scotty Miller's not going to be selfish. OJ's not in a position to be selfish. We already know Rob Gronkowski's not selfish. Tom Brady doesn't care what name is on the back of your jersey. He's throwing it to the open guy. Josh Gordon, again, as far as I know, so far from his career, we've never heard of him being a locker room problem, being a receptions problem, being a target problem. He's not the guy who's going to throw his helmet on the sideline because he didn't get the ball for the game-winning play. He's going to be the guy that just wants the team to win. And the biggest thing for Josh Gordon to prove in 2020, if he does get reinstated, is that he can stay on the field, stay available with these more lax rules. That's going to be the key. Nobody is doubting Josh Gordon's talent. Like everybody who knows Josh Gordon says that kid has still got talent. He's still only 29 years old. What they're questioning is, are you actually going to be available? Are you going to be someone we can rely on to be a part of this team down the stretch into the postseason? 
That's what he needs to prove. So if he's on an active roster, not being suspended, not failing drug tests, uh, because there are other drugs he could he could fail for, um, and he's available and he's able to do those things, he could have 10 catches for 40 yards and one touchdown. But NFL teams are going to look and say, man, this is a dude who just went through an entire NFL season, didn't get suspended, didn't get in trouble. Maybe he's actually on the right path. And then he can go get a bigger contract somewhere else next year at 30 years old. So I don't think a lot of those things are going to weigh in as much as they might. I think the biggest thing really, the biggest question for this, is how many teams are going to be bidding for his services. And, you know, does Bruce Arians want to bring in more competition? I mean, if he's comfortable with Scotty Miller, Justin Watson, Tyler Johnson, some of those other depth guys that they've got there, along with that stacked tight end room, then he may not just want to add any receiver just because he doesn't want to add any more wide receivers. But if Bruce has any inkling that there is a hole in their wide receiver room, I don't know how you don't call Josh. Yeah, and I, I can certainly see that. And I think signing Josh Gordon is the opposite situation of signing Antonio Brown. And what I mean by that is you're not going to have a guy coming in the locker room with the ego or the issues that an AB is going to have. You're not going to have a guy that would screw up the chemistry because I, I do think you're right. There, there isn't a selfish bone in, in the body of anyone in the wide receiver room or the tight end room. You know, they're all in it for the collective good. You, you can't find a, a, a better group of, of people, let alone receivers, as you're going to find with Evans and Godwin and Watson and Miller. And then you, know, you throw in Gronk, OJ, and, and Brait. So I don't think there would be any fighting internally as far as who's getting the ball and who should be getting the ball, unless they're losing. Because then when you're losing, that's when those issues come up. and. You know, if there's a if there's a game against the Panthers that the Bucks lose by four, and Josh Gordon had eight targets and Mike Evans only had one, yeah, there might be a, a little bit of talk after the game built out of frustration because yeah, he's only human. But I can understand the people that would be excited about it. I just think, for all intents and purposes, with as little as you have to spend, you can't keep just adding more and more and more weapons because there's only one football and we saw last year Devin White went down to injury we saw Alex Kappa go down to injury we saw Donovan Smith go down to injury there needs to be depth in other places as well so that's that's my main concern again if if in this wild, wild offseason where there's nothing off limits, apparently. If we were to come on the show and talk about how the Buccaneers have signed Josh Gordon to a one-year, $1.1 million contract after incentives with only 650000 guaranteed, I'm not going to poo-poo the move. I'll be fine with it. I just personally look at this team and say, you know what? That money could probably be better spent elsewhere. Yeah, I, you know, and I get that too. And don't get me wrong, if this team goes into the season with the wide receiver group they have right now, I'm excited to see what they can do and what could happen. My concern is if what happened last year, if a Chris Godwin goes down or Mike Evans goes down or, heaven forbid, both of them go down, are any of the guys behind them a number one wide receiver? We didn't think Brashad Perryman could be either, but he did turn out to be. But do we honestly see any of those guys doing Brashad Perryman? Did? And the only other thing I'll throw out is when you talk about cap space, because some of the readers did bring up cap space. Um, a very wise man once told all of us, James, don't worry about cap space, right? So I kind of, I kind of subscribe to that, especially yeah, when you're talking true. about this number. What I would do if I'm the Buccaneers, I offer Josh Gordon a one-year deal, one million guaranteed, one million incentives, and it's that you could up, you can earn up to two million. You're getting a million. 
and because hopefully we'll avoid a little bit of this, this you know, uh, back and forth with other teams and, and you know, negotiating up the price. And then, and then we just kind of go from there. But the other thing is, like, you talk about defense tackles and you talk about defensive backs. I don't see any other player on the NFL landscape that you're going to get for $2 million or less that's going to add the potential that Josh Gordon adds to your team. So for that reason, yes, you might still be thin in some other areas, but if you sign a linebacker, now you're still thin at wide receiver, so on and so forth. So no matter where you sign another guy at some point during this offseason, you're going to be thin at a certain position group because you just can't sign that many for that much money. Um, but, James, we did run a poll on BucksNation.com, and it was very interesting. Um, so I want to real quick fit that in. Uh, 472 total votes. We got 132 no's. Just straight up, no, don't sign Josh Gordon. A lot of comments about the, the room is talented enough, cap space this, cap space that. Uh, he's, a, he's a problem other than just weed. Got it. 134 yeses. So the yeses win by two. However, there was a third option. And the third option was only if Tom Brady endorses the move. That one got 206. So Bucks Nation has spoken. And if Tom Brady is on board, then Bucks Nation is on board, majority-wise. And that's what we deal with in this country. So the majority has spoken. All right. Well, we did have, uh, we did have one listener call in and, uh, and give their opinion of the Josh Gordon situation. And we will get to that in just a minute. But first, a big shout-out to our friends over at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You will quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, and you choose the brands, specifications, and the prices you prefer. We all know prices are a big thing. Great thing about rockauto.com is that their prices are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why are you going to be spending 30%, 50%, 100% more at some of these chain stores than just heading to rockauto.com and getting it for the perfect price? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck just right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hey, David. Hey, James. This is Mike from Brandon, first-time caller. Happy to be on. Uh, my thoughts in regard to Josh Gordon coming to the Bucks. Um, I think it's a great idea to fill out that third roster spot. Um, he's got experience with Tom Brady. His problems have been marijuana, and now that that's not a suspendable offense, um, I think he's a great fit, and he's a makes us look like a heck of a threat with a three-punch combo. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Closing things out here on a Monday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, Michael. Thank you very much for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. It's always great to hear from those first-time callers, and we hope you call back again very soon with whatever Buccaneers topic you would like to hear discussed. Look, I, I, I agree with everything, David, that you have said. I agree with what Mike said on his voicemail. You know, and and I'm sure there are other people that kind of see it the same way that that I do, and. Look, could Josh Gordon be a 
ridiculously phenomenal number three receiver as they bring Tyler Johnson along and let him start to come into his own as an NFL receiver? Absolutely. Again, you're getting another really talented threat in the receiving game. You're getting that speedy downfield, big play target. You have something, you know, the Bucks have a little bit of speed, but they don't have Josh Gordon speed. So it would be great from that aspect. I'm just so hesitant to, to put more money towards another weapon. And, and I, I know you're going to come back and you're going to say, well, you know, all those guys would trade targets and receiving yards and touchdowns to some of their teammates if it meant getting a ring. I get it. I know. But it's just it, – it seems to me at this point like a luxury purchase rather than a necessity purchase. Oh, it would absolutely be a luxury purchase. Um, but it's, it's a luxury for a reason. I mean, I don't – like you're not going to get a 1,000-yard receiver – for less than $2 million ever again. You know what I mean? And, and when those opportunities come up, those are opportunities you have to take seriously. Uh, again, I, you'll never hear me say, like, we're in week you know, seven, and the Buccaneers go out and have a really bad passing game day. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you know, Josh Gordon, you know what he just did for the Tennessee Titans today? The Bucs could have had that. Like, I'm not going to do that because, again, there is, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of congestion in the roster. There's a lot of talent um, on that team. But, you know, I mean, there, there's multiple levels to this thing. I mean, people are worried about what the quarterback, what's going to happen with the quarterback. Well, again, the Buccaneers bring him in. you got Bruce Arians, who has experience with these, times of, these types of issues. You've got Tom Brady, who's the ultimate leader, who already has the respect of this young man. And you've got receivers in the room that know how to take care of each other. Uh, he does have, again, he's got a history of some substance abuse problems with some other things. But, I mean, this is kind of one of those things. Like, you tell Josh, hey, man, Florida's got medicinal marijuana. You've got diagnosed medical problems. You've got a history of this. You go get your medical ID, you know what I mean? Stay off the other stuff because you're allowed to do this stuff now. So this is your opportunity, the NFL. You know, I mean, we're not going to call it the Josh Gordon rule, but I mean, you know, let's face it. I don't know. Like if Josh Gordon isn't as high profile as he is, is the NFL really being as lax as they are right now? I don't know. I'm not saying that's what happened, but, you know, like this is the time. Like, And if you're Josh Gordon, you got to understand this is it. Like this is your time. If you can't thrive in this NFL environment, it just ain't going to happen, bro. So – uh, again, if he goes out and, you know, has a couple of good games, you're talking about a, a guy who, even at 30 years old, he could go out and get a contract next year that that nets the Buccaneers a fifth-round compensatory pick, maybe a fourth. I don't think a third, but you know what I mean? You may be looking at a fourth or a fifth-round compensatory pick with Josh Gordon as a free agent in 2021. Uh, I mean, best-case scenario, he comes on. Tyler Johnson comes on strong. Scotty Miller comes on strong. Maybe even Justin Watson finds another gear. And you've got trade bait. And, you know, let's say, you know, uh, you need depth somewhere else and you've got a deadline – trade that you can now make and you can go get a player to help you this year so I mean there's there's other wrinkles to this my thing is I'm not really saying like the Buccaneers need to go get them I'm just saying they need to talk to them I'm just saying like I would like to find out that the Buccaneers had the conversation and were interested even if he doesn't end up here just knowing that they were like hey this is something interesting to have it is it's, it's a luxury I look at this the same way I looked at, at the Gronk speculation when the speculation was going on I was very meh I was very, you know what, it's ridiculous. They don't, it doesn't, it's not something that needs to happen. That's not to say that if it, if it does happen, I won't end up becoming excited about it the way I became excited uh, about Gronk coming to town. Uh, so I don't know, We're, we'll, we'll hurry up and we'll wait and see. And, you know, hopefully Josh Gordon can, can land with someone as long as it's not somebody else in the NFC South and uh, can, 
can have a good year and make himself some uh, some big money in the uh, in the foreseeable future. But David, for us, that is it. We are out of time. Once you're done listening to this, though, please make sure you're checking out the Locked On NFL podcast anywhere you find your podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As for us, you can always check out everything that we are doing over at BucksNation.com. If you want to be like Mike and give us a call and, and ask a question or, or bring up a topic that you want discussed, make sure you give us a call at 813-444-5841. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope all of you had an absolutely outstanding Father's Day for those of you that were fathers. Hope it was a great weekend for you. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, and be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.